Hey guys, it's Daisy Kane, and this is the Awkward Black Nerd Podcast, episode two. First off, I want to say thank you so much to anybody that listened last week. I truly appreciate the support. Um, you could tell I was a little nervous, but I should just relax and just think of this as just being something low-key and just something fun that I'm doing. It's just I've always had a little bit of trouble with public speaking, but this isn't really public speaking since I'm not really looking at anybody. So sorry if I sounded a little tense. I'm going to be a little more relaxed this time around, but thank you to anyone that took the time out to listen. Thank you so much to anybody that's followed me on social media so far. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It is awkward blurred girl. That's B L E R D girl. Um, you can also find that same handle on Facebook. Just look for the Awkward Black Nerd Podcast on Facebook. And um, hopefully, you know, you were entertained by the last story. Hopefully you got some insight on that. And hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Mine was pretty decent. Um, just hung out with the family. We lit the fire pit to start enjoying this beautiful fall weather, which is one of the many things I love about living in upstate New York, because I really don't get that. Didn't get that living in Hampton Roads, because in Hampton Roads, like especially growing up in Virginia Beach, you only get two types of weather, um, hot as fuck and cold as fuck. And sometimes you get those on the same day. So it's really been enjoyable living here in upstate New York because you can actually enjoy like all four seasons. Although it gets a little depressing during the winter, but that's neither here or there. Um, so we lit the fire pit, did some s'mores. Um, we also went out to eat to a couple of places. Uh, we went to like our favorite burger place in Latham. Although... The burgers weren't that great. At least that's how my husband says. Like, mine was okay because I had a veggie burger. So I'm trying to, like, eat a little bit better. And I think his... I don't know if they cooked his wrong or whatever, but he didn't enjoy his. And then um, we also went to, like, my favorite Mexican place because we haven't gone in months. And the food was great, but it's just the service itself was, like, a little lackluster. And, you know, I was just glad that they really cracked out on their, like, COVID protocols and stuff. It's just a matter of like they kind of fucked up our check and it's, you know, their service was a little like less than satisfactory. I mean, I'll give them a benefit of doubt, but it was a weekend, but around the time we went, they weren't that busy. So like some of the wait times could have like been a little bit better. Um, but other than that, it was pretty good. Like the only thing I was a little disappointed about for the weekend is that we didn't get to go to the Spirit Halloween store like I wanted to because um, I got a... We were thinking about maybe just starting to like look at costumes and stuff because we're probably going to dress up as a family and just hang out around the house. Like, you know, maybe just get like a bunch of candy and just watch Halloween movies and listen to music and just have our own mini party. Like, and maybe I'll leave candy out for like anybody that wants to trick or treat. I don't know if we're going to go like, I don't know if I'm about taking her out for trick or treating, but I still wanted to get her a costume because she definitely is probably going to dress up for school and, um, I remember she was on this kick where she wanted to be like, um, my, I have a daughter and she wanted to be like Elsa. And luckily she changed her mind and decided I'm going to be Wonder Woman. And I thought that was cool. Cause like, although she's been Wonder Woman, like once or twice already, but you know, it's her choice. And plus I love the fact that she's like really into superheroes. Like she was Spider-Gwen last year. And I was thinking, well, if she dresses up like Wonder Woman, maybe we can like get like costumes and be like a superhero family like we were last year. But it's just a matter of like 
finding like a costume that's her size and like the target didn't have anything so I was thinking we could go to the spirit Halloween store and like as soon as I mentioned it she had a full-blown meltdown I'm talking like tears screaming no and like even like my husband started driving towards it and she like full-blown flipped the f out and I know why she did because like last year we kind of like took her in there and you know how like it's set up where like it's a lot and, you know, you step on stuff and stuff is screaming at you. And she was like a little younger then, so she didn't know what she was looking at. But I told him I was like, it's way too much too soon and it's going to probably F with her. And he's like, no, it won't. And sure enough, now she's like terrified of it. And I told him, I was like, you got to ease her into that. And he's like, she needs to conquer her fears. And I'm thinking, dude, she's only five. And I'm like, have you heard of sensory overload? That's probably exactly what you did to her. So we're going to try to ease her into it. And because I want her to get into it like she's like me she like enjoys like dressing up and she enjoys like the costumes like Halloween's one of my favorite holidays because like I said I love the costumes I love dressing up I love playing with makeup and I have a lot of awesome memories from Halloween and um I want her to have that same experience and because it's a fun holiday and I mean hopefully you know we'll just ease her into it and like I said I had a lot of great memories although I do also have like a lot of horrible memories and that's kind of the um topic of this next show I have like this one memory that kind of sticks out to me I had like a it was like a horrible like Halloween date um it was around the time I was still single and I thought the story was like really entertaining and maybe it'll like help people like anybody that's single help them vet their dates a lot better because around this time I didn't vet this guy as well as I should have and I just thought it was like kind of like a really strange story and to this day, it still sticks out in my mind. So um, I guess the topic of this show is like um, a Halloween horror horror date. Yeah, I'll call it that. A Halloween horror date. All right. So the beginning of the story starts back in 2006. Um, I was single at the time. Uh, got an out of like a two and a half year relationship. Moved back home with my parents. Um after living with this guy, which one was a terrible idea. Um, but you know, I was still working at the time. I had a nice little job in retail. I actually worked at, um, JC Penney. <laughs> I'm probably going to tell my age right now. I'm going to probably tell my age from like a lot of like the details in the story. Like I worked at JC Penney at the time. I wasn't a cashier though. I worked in the catalog section. Like at the time you can order stuff out of the catalog. And I was that person to where like I sat behind the counter. Like if you had to order something, you would go to my section, I'll give it to you to like pick up your merchandise or if you wanted to return it. So like I made a little bit more than like an actual cashier, but I still had like the same hours and stuff, but it was a good job. Like I enjoyed it. Um, and so I was working and it paid enough for me to like, you know, pay like if I needed to pay my mom rent or if I wanted to buy my own food or it definitely helped with my car payment. Cause I had like a really, I had a sweet ass, like Ford Escort. I missed that car. So you know, I was doing okay, you know, in life. Not great, but, you know, I was doing just as well as any girl in her, like, early 20s. So, I remember around that time, I was, like, just dating. And I was, like, I remember I would, like, communicate sometimes. Like, I was using, like, a couple of dating sites. And I remember, like, also using MySpace. Again, that shows how old I am. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, MySpace had this thing where you can, like, get in touch with other people in the area where, like, you can type in, like, if you're interested in male or, male or female and, like, the age group or somebody. 
And I'll just show you like a list of people in the area. And I think this guy like messaged me first or I messaged him because I knew he knew like one or two of my, like we had mutual friends and like, I know his brother worked with like another one of my friends. So like we knew, we didn't know each other, but we knew other people that knew us kind of thing. So anyway, so like we were talking on like my, um, my space and I think he finally asked me out on a date and I said, sure, why the hell not? Because I was single and, you know, out in the streets, <laughs> so to speak. And, you know, why not? And I suggested, hey, you can pick me up like after work, like one Friday, like I work like at Lynn Haven Mall so we could just like eat there, like or eat at a restaurant there and just go to the movies. I really want to see The Departed. So he said, sure, why not? So, you know, red flag number one rolls up an hour late doesn't call or text me that says he's going to be late. And I think the only reason why I gave him a pass is because I was like, well, shit, even if this guy is late or he doesn't show up at all, I'm going to go see the departed anyway. Right. So when he finally does show up, red flag number two, he looked nothing like his profile picture. Again, willing to give him a pass because even to this day, nobody looks like their profile picture. I mean, this was before like filters were like a really big thing. So this is before Instagram, but you know, girls did this, especially me where we have this trick where we only show you the top half of us anyway. And we do like the thing with this camera angle and you know, so, you know, of course we don't look like our picture, but I can't remember exactly what his picture looked like, but I know the person in the picture and the person that showed up were not the same people. Because I just remember my initial reaction when I saw him. I'm sitting there going, huh. I just remember he was super tall. He had like blondish hair. He was really pale. So obviously he was white. Um, which I'm okay with, obviously. And I just remember he had piercings, which okay, again, I'm okay with. But it's just physically wasn't my type. But again, I was willing to give him a chance because, you know, beggars can't be choosers. But I also remember that he smelled like he didn't wear deodorant. And I was willing to give him a pass on that because maybe he just got off work and boys are disgusting anyway. You guys can be, you know, you are. So again, I was willing to give him a pass, but he also smelled like alcohol, like he pre-gained before he got there. Again, not judging, but no offense, not a good look. So we go out to eat. I think we went to like TGI Fridays. I feel like that's about right. It's either that or Ruby Tuesdays. It's like a chain restaurant we went to. And like, I remember the beginning of dinner before we even ordered or before I even had a chance to look at the menu, he orders two beers for himself and he orders like a fruity drink for me. Not even asking one, if I drink two, if I was interested, he just orders a drink for me and I'm sitting there going, okay. So he pounds back the first beer immediately. I'm casually sipping my drink because one, I didn't want to get drunk. And two, you know, I was just trying to be present, I guess, so to speak. So like we talk and I remember the conversation was okay. It must have been okay enough to where I was like, huh, I'm not interested romantically. But, you know, he seems okay enough. And at the time, I remember... Hold on. Excuse me. I had to clear my throat. Excuse me. So I remember at the time, um, a friend of mine 
was having like she was dating this guy like a friend of mine she was going to Norfolk State and she was dating this guy and I remember I think it was his friends having a Halloween party because it was around that time where like Halloween fell during the week but so a lot of people like were partying like the weekend before so like there was a Halloween party the following week and she invited me to go and a part of me didn't want to go by myself so I was like maybe I'll you know bring a date so I may have asked him, hey, what are you doing next weekend? Would you like to go to this Halloween party with me? And as I asked him, like in the back of my mind, I'm sitting there going, bitch, what are you doing? But it was too late. It already came out of my mouth. And sure enough, he said yes. So I'm like, all right, can't take it back now. What's the worst that can happen? (laughs) So then like dinner went okay. And I remember paying for dinner because... He agreed to pay for the movie and I was like, I'll just pay for dinner for myself because as I feel like it wasn't like a romantic thing. So then I figured, all right, well, maybe if I show him not pay paying for myself, he'll see that I'm not interested. So like we go to the movie and he was actually respectful during the movie. I think he only tried to hold my hand once and I kind of like didn't like reciprocate or maybe I did. I can't remember, but I didn't give him the impression that like I was like interested romantically. I was thinking, okay, I'll just be polite and quiet. We'll go to like the party and then maybe just cut it off of that. And, or maybe, you know, I'll think of this person as like just a friend (laughs) quote friend, you know? So then like the movie ended really late because it was like the departed and it was like a Martin Scorsese movie. And like, I remember he walks me to, we parked next to like near each other, like coincidentally, which I thought was weird. (laughs) So like we're by his car and I go to like tell him, Hey, you know, just call me during the week. And then like, we'll make arrangements to like for the Halloween party. Right. And as I go to leave, he grabs me by my head. And what's really weird is that there was no warning whatsoever. And I didn't give him a hint that, Hey, you should kiss me goodnight. I was just about to just walk in my car. But he grabs me by my head, like grabs me, spins me around and just shoves his tongue in my throat. And I didn't reciprocate because I was just sitting there going, the fuck, bro. And I couldn't breathe. That's how hard he kissed me. And FYI, guys, it's one thing to be like impulsive and passionate, but it's quite another to be aggressive. And that's what this guy was. And. I was kind of trying to push him off. And I think the more I went to push him, the more he took it as, oh, this is kind of hot. And he shoved his tongue down my throat even further to the point where I started choking. And his tongue ring hit like the back of my throat to where I gagged. That's how horrible it was. And when he finally pulled away, I think he took my look as, I think he thought I was dazed. Like, oh my God, that was so awesome. But really I was sitting there going, did that just happen? And he goes, wow, that was really hot. And I was just thinking, wow, this is really horrible. And I go, okay, I'll see you later. And I just like get in my car and I drive off and I'm sitting there going, wow, this is gross. Cause mind you, he ordered like two beers, but I remember he had like two or three more during dinner. So just imagine beer. And then we were smoking as we were talking outside before we left as well. Like before, the, like after the movie, we just maybe talked for like two or three minutes. So imagine beer and cigarettes 
and just down your throat. So it was not a, it was not a good feeling. So, and I know I probably should have like canceled, like I had a week to like back out and cancel, but I think at the time, like I was in a weird place, like emotionally where like I still hung up on my ex, like we were still talking and he was still like playing emotional mind games with me where he would, we would still like say we love each other and we would still talk, but he was dating somebody else, but I was so hung up on it, like so hung up on him. And when he found out I was like, you know, out there dating, he would like act like he was jealous. And I took it as, oh, he must still be in love with me when clearly we were just too, we were too, we should not have been together. But and I was just in a weird place, like emotionally where like, especially like my view of men was like tragically skewed. Like I had horrible taste of men at the time and just like, just, I made a lot of bad choices at the time. <laughs> You'll learn about that later on. So like, maybe that's why I didn't back out. And I also didn't want to feel like a third wheel at this party because like, it was my friend and her boyfriend and like, you know, just a bunch of other people I didn't know. And I didn't want to be there by myself. And, but I made plans with her. I think I remember making plans with her where she was like, you know, you can always just crash at my place for the weekend and maybe we'll like hang out or something that weekend. So I was like, sure. So maybe that's why I decided not to bring my car. And I told this guy to pick me up and, you know, we'll get to the party and then I can just get a ride home for my friend. All right. <laughs> Another red flag shows up an hour and a half late. And again, clearly not drunk, but he reeked of like whiskey and weed. Now, mind you, I don't care if you smoke. I used to smoke back then. I don't now because I feel like it's a waste of weed because it just makes me fall asleep. But if you want to smoke, do you. But I probably should have drove. But when I volunteered to drive his van, he flipped the fuck out. He was like, no, I'm like going to be a gentleman and I'm going to drive. And I'm sitting there going, okay. So before we get there, I said, hey, do you mind if we pick up like a pizza or two? Because I said I was going to bring like food for the party. And he says, sure. And I knew a place like on the way to the party. And we get there and I knew the guy that was serving the pizza. Because I think I used to go to high school with him. So we were talking and we were just casually talking. But the guy I was with took it as me flirting with this guy. And he got like insanely jealous. He was talking shit to the guy that was serving me pizza. And we left. And I'm sitting there going, okay, what was that about? He was like, I don't appreciate you flirting with other people. And I'm sitting there going, I went to school with him and it wasn't flirting. And he was like, well, my girlfriend's not going to do that. And I'm sitting there going, girlfriend, the fuck? So <laughs> we get to the party. As soon as we walk in together, people are like, oh, that's so cool. You guys match. Cause I forgot to mention this part of the story. So I was dressed up as like a mobster mall. Like I had like, um, like, you know, like it was around. So this was like 2006. So it was around that time where like. Halloween costumes for girls were like either really ridiculously stupid and frumpy or really ridiculously like stupid and slutty and I'm not saying my costume was slutty but you know I will say boobs were out it had garters and it was a short skirt I had on thigh high okay thighs all right it was a little slutty but I try to be respectable about it all right and we just happened to match because he was wearing all black too. I want to say he was dressed up like somebody from Star Wars or maybe he was dressed up as a gangster too. Either way, us matching was totally by accident. 
it was not like a co- it was not something intentional. But people kept saying, oh, my God, you guys make a cute couple. You guys are matching. Well, everybody thought we were a cute couple except for my friend, because immediately when we walked in, she pulls me aside and she just goes. So he's cute. And I'm not going to. And if anybody that usually says he's cute like that, you immediately are thinking, wow. He better be incredibly funny because he is funny looking, Ashley. Or uh, Daisy, sorry. Ashley's my real name, <laughs> my government name. So, like, I tell her, I know, I know. I only brought him because I didn't want to be a third wheel, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, speaking of which, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to stay tonight at my boyfriend's house. So, would you care if I canceled plans of us to hang out? And I'm sitting there going, no, bro. I didn't bring my car. So I'm stuck with this guy now and I'm sitting there going, well, shit. Okay. He's a little drunk because I look over and he's just pounding back more beers and stuff. And he kind of like, he's one of those people that I realize now that the more he drinks, the more rude he gets. Cause he started talking shit to a couple of people at that party. So I don't know if that's the reason why we left early. I think that's one of the reasons why we left early is because he started getting like rowdy with some of the guys at the party. And then also my friend kind of bailed on me so she could go spend quality time with her boyfriend. So we left early and as we're leaving, I'm sitting there just going, well, maybe I should tell him I have a headache or something and he could just take me home. I was a little bummed out because it was like a Saturday night and I was looking forward to like just having some fun or whatever. So like coincidentally enough before, as we're leaving, he gets a phone call from his, one of his friends that says, Hey, you know, we're having a party here. Like he knew some people at ODU that were like having a party at like a frat house and we got invited to that. And I go, yeah, sure. Might as well go. Maybe I'll stay. Maybe I can meet somebody there. Because again, you know, single and, you know, I knew a couple of people that went to ODU that were kind of cute. So I was like, yeah, sure. And if anything, you know, I'll figure out a way home. So we get like, before we get to the party, we like, we're told, hey, can you bring some beer? So we stop at like, we stop at the food line by my house. Now in my mind, I'm coming up with a plan. I'm like, all right, we stop at the food line by my house. Maybe I could just say, hey, can we swing by my house? I can get my car. So, you know, just in case, you know, you get drink too much. I can always still have a ride home. And I guess like, as I'm saying that, he's still on the phone with his friend. And I don't know if he knew how loud he was talking, but he was in that drunk mode where, you know, like you're trying to whisper and the whisper comes out like, ah, 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 ah. that's what it was sounding like. So I'm trying to say, I'm trying to convince him, Hey, let me go home. Right. I'll get my car. And as I'm thinking, okay, if I get my car, maybe I could either go there maybe stay like five minutes and then just dip out or pretend like I'm following him and then just dip out and go home anyway. Right. Either way, I was trying to bail on this guy because it was just so many red flags and I'm sitting there going, this night is not going to end well. So maybe if I like gain some kind of control of the situation, it won't be as bad. Well, no, he had other plans. Cause like I said, he was on the phone with his friend and he was in that kind of, he wasn't, he was, I'm not saying he was like shitty drunk, but you could tell like he was definitely like drunk and he's telling his friend, Oh no, we're still going there. My girl's trying to like convince, like trying to go home, but we'll go there. No, I am going to bring my new girlfriend. I'm just trying to like convince her to 
just come like come over for a few minutes and i'm sitting there going again girlfriend fuck's he talking about so he hangs up and he's like no let's just go and if anything i'll let you drive like i'll let you drive there and i'm sitting there going okay so i don't know why i didn't think okay he gives you the keys just drive to your house hop out the car and you could just go you know get in your car so i don't know in my mind i'm sitting there thinking okay i don't know what i was thinking so i drove to the party we get there and it was super uncomfortable it was just like me and maybe like two other black people but they were black guys so i'm the only black girl there and i will admit there was like a couple of guys i thought were kind of cute and i remember like me and this one guy were looking at each other like giving each other like the eye where I'm sitting there like thinking what's up right and before he can even come over and talk to me my date who was clearly shitty drunk at this point stumbles over and starts yelling at this guy quit looking at my girlfriend you're being disrespectful and I'm sitting there correcting him I'm like by the way I'm not his girlfriend we just met like a week ago and it turned into us getting kicked out of that party because clearly this dude was drunk and I don't know if it was me being a good person, but I felt bad. So I was like, okay, I'll drive this guy home because I want to make sure he gets home in one piece. And then if anything, I'll just sleep on his couch. Cause I knew at the time he lived with family. So I'm sitting there going, all right, he won't try anything. Cause like he lives with his mom, like he lives with his mom too, or his actually he was living with his grandmother at the time. So I was like, he's not gonna try to like do anything at his grandmother's house. So like we drive back to his house. Cause at this point it's like after midnight and I was like, I kind of already told my mom, I was like staying at a friend's house anyway. So uh, she wasn't expecting me home. So I was like, okay, I'll just stay at this guy's house. I'll sleep on the couch. Just make sure he gets in his room and you know, just tell him to take me home in the morning. So we get to his house, his grandmother's asleep. Um, and we walk in and there's like a blanket on the couch and like a, um, a pillow. And I was like, okay, I'll sleep out here. Good night. And he stumbles into his room and I just remember hearing the door close. And I just remember sitting there going, what the fuck did I do to get myself in this situation? And I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, after tonight, you don't have to see him again. And I just remember going to the bathroom to pee. And I think I washed my makeup off. And when I come back out, this motherfucker's outside in the living room. The blanket is now on the floor. There's two pillows on the floor. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, I feel bad I made you come here. And I just don't want you to sleep alone. And I'm sitting there going, I'm fine. You can go to your room. He's like, well, we can go to my room. And I'm sitting there thinking, or you can go to your room. So after going back and forth for five minutes, I'm thinking, fuck it. I'm tired. I just want to go to sleep. And I go, all right, we can sleep on the floor. Just don't try anything. And he goes, I'm a perfect gentleman. I don't want to try anything. I just want to cuddle. And I'm like, okay. Usually when a guy says he wants to cuddle, of course he doesn't want to cuddle. So we lay on the floor. And I remember like I put my back to him and I guess like we're kind of spooning, but we're not. He's trying to spoon. I'm just trying to lay there. So my back is immediately to him and I literally close my eyes and 
all of a sudden I hear a zipper and I'm sitting there thinking, oh no. And before he can even like, I guess, whip it out, I just immediately go, pump the brakes. What are you doing? And he goes, what? And I go, no. And he says, why not? I go, I'm not interested. I just want to go to sleep. And no means no. And what comes out of his mouth next, I found hilarious, but this is also creepy and predatory as fuck. He says, and I quote, well, can you at least touch it? I'm sitting there thinking, are you serious? Can you at least touch it? I go, no. And he goes, but it's pierced. Don't you want to see? And I'm sitting there thinking, God, no, no, I've seen one before. I don't want to see yours. And I tell him again, no. And if you ask me again, I'm going to punch you in a dick. And I don't know if he didn't, I guess he didn't like that because I hear a zipper go back up and he calls me a fucking bitch and rolls back over. So then I get up, storm into his room and lock the door. And his room actually wasn't that bad. I was expecting something creepy, but it was just like a lot of black light posters and just like a waterbed. And I just remember passing out in this room and I don't know if he passed out on the floor, but he didn't try to come in or whatever. I just remember waking up the next morning. It was like seven or eight o'clock in the morning and I hear a faint knock on the door and it's his fucking grandmother. And I'm sitting there going, oh no, great. This is going to be awkward. Like he's probably mad at me. She probably doesn't know there was some random bitch in her house. Like I'm sitting there thinking this is going to be so awkward So I wake up the next morning and she goes, oh, hi, sweetheart. You must be the beautiful girl that my grandson has told me all about. Well, before you leave, here's some breakfast. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay. And it was actually nice. Like she cooked like pancakes and stuff. And he was talking about me, like how we met. And then his version of what happened last night was totally different than the version that actually happened. He's basically saying we went to like two parties and we're officially boyfriend and girlfriend now. And I'm sitting there going, no, we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. Fuck no, we're not. And like after breakfast, he was like, well, what do you want to do today? And I'm sitting there going, well, I kind of want to go home and change clothes. Me And that was like code for just take me to fuck home. So like we get in his car and he drives me home. And I like I just get out of the car and I immediately like stomp to my door and he's just following behind me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, well, I thought we can go to the mall together. And I'm sitting there going, I'm really not feeling good because in a way I was like kind of sick to my stomach because after what happened like last night, I just wanted just to like crawl under the covers and just like go to sleep. And he was like, well, how about this? I'll be back in like an hour. We can go to lunch or something. And I'm sitting there thinking. Jesus take the wheel. I'm thinking fine. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he leaves. I'll just like change clothes really quick and leave. He comes to my house and you know, he'll just get the hint. So I'm thinking, okay. So I go upstairs. I take like a long shower, scrub the night before off of me. And I happened to go outside like after that. I think I was going to go to like 7-Eleven or I was going to go to like a friend's house and just tell them the fuck happened. I go to open my front door. This is like maybe like 10 minutes later. 
and this motherfucker's outside. And he goes, well, I figured I'd just wait outside for you. And I'm sitting there thinking, just go home, please. Just go. And so I'm just thinking, all right, just get in the car with him. At least go to lunch and just maybe if you just tell him that you're not interested, he'll take the hint. So I go, okay, let's go to Pembroke because I lived near Pembroke Mall at the time. It was like literally like a 10 minute drive. So the fucker drives to Chesapeake. So we're like 30 to 45 minutes from my house. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't feel so good. I don't feel so good. This dude is going to like probably murder me. Like you ever get like those like vibes from people? Like I'm not saying this guy was a serial killer, but he had like sociopath like tendencies. Like... Any, like if anybody that like hung out around him just said the same thing saying he was awfully weird. So like I was getting like lifetime movie like vibes from this guy. I'm like, this dude's not going to let me go. So I'm sitting there like literally getting physically ill just being around this guy. And I think he's picking up on it too. Cause like we get to like, um, green, um, Greenbrier mall and we go to the food court and he's like, do you want something to eat? And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, my stomach's really effed up. I don't feel good. And I run to the bathroom and like just a splash of water on my face. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, he clearly thinks I'm not feeling good. Maybe if like I amp up like my symptoms, he'll make me like, he'll take me home. And then I can like just block him on like my space and maybe he'll get the hint like next time he calls me. So like, luckily as I'm hatching up a plan, like at the same time, like I get a text message from this other guy I was talking to, who by the way, I was actually really interested in. I was so glad he like messaged me and he was like, hey, do you want to hang out later? And I'm sitting there hanging, oh my God, yes, thank you. And I'm sitting there like telling, like telling him like, thank you so much for like wanting to hang out. And I was like, there's a story I got to tell you. Cause me and him were kind of friends, but I had like a crush on him cause he was like super cute. So he was like, all right, hit me up. Like, we'll go like for like an early dinner or something. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I was like, shit, okay. I'm definitely going to do like, go through with my plan so I can get rid of this other guy. So like I get out of the bathroom and like, as we're walking and I'm saying, oh, my stomach hurts. Like I just threw up. I think it was like drinking last night. Although I hardly drank the night before, but he was so drunk that he didn't know. So like, I guess I made him feel bad. And he was like, well, I guess I could take you home. And I'm sitting there going, oh, yes, please take me home. So we, we get to my house and like I jump out of the car again. And when I jumped out of the car, I accidentally left my jacket in his car. And like I locked the door and I close it. And he waits like 10 minutes to leave. Like he sits in my parking lot. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And when he finally leaves, like I hit up my friend, like the one I was going on, like going to hang out with. And I'm like. And like we talk and I tell him everything that happened and he finds it freaking hilarious. And like we go out to dinner and stuff and I went on a real date after that. And like what sucks is that like me and the other guy that like I had a crush on, like it sucks that didn't work out either because while he was super cute, like we hooked up and it was like horrible, but that's neither here or there. So like, let me get back to like the psycho I was with. So the ending of this story is like, I jumped out of the car and I left my jacket and I'm sitting there going, well, fuck, I guess I just got to get another hoodie because I don't want to see this guy ever again. I was like, I'm like, I'm out. I can't. I'm done. Right. So then, like I keep getting messages from him saying, are you going to get your jacket? And I'm sitting there going, no, it's cool. I kind of don't like it was an old like hoodie anyway. And he goes, well, I could tell you're not interested in me. You just better not tell your friends I'm crazy. And I'm sitting there thinking, who the fuck says that to somebody? 
Don't tell your friends that I'm crazy. I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, well, it's too late for that. And I'm sitting there thinking, usually when somebody says, don't tell your friends that I'm crazy, that means you're batshit crazy. So yeah, I think after like a week, he finally got the hint. And then I remember telling like a friend of mine, another friend of mine about the story. Cause like I said, we knew mutual friends and she's like, oh shit, I work with his brother. And I'm sitting there going, is his brother just as crazy? She goes, no, but he is awfully quiet. So he's probably a serial killer too. And I'm like, what do you mean too? And she's like, ha ha ha, just kidding. And I'm sitting there thinking, bitch, no, you're not. So moral of the story is make better choices than I did in that whole entire story. <laughs> That's the only thing I say. So um, I'm going to end on that note. Um, needless to say, I think I dodged a huge bullet. <laughs> um, just vet people a lot better online dating is scary and you know I could have made a lot better choices in that situation you know one I probably shouldn't have like invited him should have canceled two I should have just swallowed my pride and just went to the party by myself three why did I let him drive four I should have I don't know I don't know punched him in the face when he put his dick on the small of my back. So either way, like it was a lot of bad choices made in that situation. And I just found just looking back on it, it's just like, it was a hilarious situation, but it was also a scary situation because it could have turned very, very horrible. But I think I left out. It's just to anybody that's in a situation like that, you know, just look for red flags. And if your spidey sense is telling you something, don't ignore it because I got lucky. Other girls that have been in that situation aren't that lucky. And just to anybody that's single, men, women, we need to do better because how that guy was was just horrible. And this was like before Me Too. And this was before like a lot, like people are a lot more vocal, but it's just looking back on it now. It's like, it was hilarious, but it was also scary at the same time. And, you know, just, you know, just be careful out there. And on that note, I'm going to end this. Um, and just want to just hope you guys have a better, you know, to anybody that's celebrating Halloween this year. Hopefully you had a better time, have a better time than I did that year. And um, make good choices out there. Be kind to each other. Hopefully your week is going by swimmingly so far. Mine's been pretty decent. And Episode three should be up pretty soon. I already um, started the outline for it and talk to you guys soon. Mm -hmm.